0: I'm Levi Morgan, and you're listening to the Manimal Mindset Podcast. Just a little over to your right. That's is that better? I think that's it. Yeah, that's, yeah. A bit, that's cool. okay. Here's the deal I'm about to finish this pre workout. I'm gonna be pretty amped. We are here to pump you up. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, we did it. We did it. We, this is weird because we've been talking about it for a long time. Are you keeping the computer on the table? I don't know. I don't know what to do honestly i'm like do you like it do you do we
1: like it in the laptop i'll hold it over here okay he is the nerd. Is it a nerd the tv needs to be on too just in case i don't even know where the remote is <clears throat> oh my god because we could pull up blood brothers and talk about the first time we met
2: blood brothers is on youtube yes
0: uh-huh. yeah Did yeah that's kind of that, where this all started you
2: want know a funny fact about blood brothers real quick <laughs> that was the name of our very first production company mm-hmm it's blood brothers when we first started
0: it was did you mean to do that
2: yeah that was kind of oh in the film yeah no it was lost. oh
0: yeah that was me you and austin sane yeah and we had like the our logo was like a tree with roots going into the ground
2: like, game house studio
0: obviously yeah, every tree has roots going in the ground so that didn't sound as cool but you guys were <laughs> but, unique oh no that was game house
2: game house studios yeah, yeah
0: that was game house
2: yeah blood brothers was just, yeah, it was blood, just blood, blood brothers with some blood running down look
0: i'm old it's it we've was, done a lot
2: it's it was red
1: i can't remember going <clears throat> anyway, gonna pull now
2: that we have
0: the TV on...
2: What are we doing? You're,
0: I? I thought you are just, just...
2: Oh, am I pulling up Blood Brothers?
0: I don't know. No. I figured. I mean, we don't have to watch it, but... That's just kind of where this all began. So, like, this is our first podcast ever. Like, ours. The Manimal Mindset Podcast. Yeah. And so this idea was kind of born by us three, I guess, and a little help from a meeting at Matthew's. But... Everybody knows Micah is my brother. I has like, been by my side for the last however many years. You've been annoying me.
2: It's mm-hmm. been a while. Uh, how long, how long while? have you been? This is kid? my, f- well, about to start up my 15th season. Hmm. 15
0: years. That's pretty much the beginning, dude. I mean, of this, of like yeah. bow life or what I do. I've been shooting since like I graduated high school in '05. So...
2: literally y'all were doing it for what two two when i started
0: at 19 which would have been 07 so literally one year before you started yeah i did it one year without were y'all
1: filming hunts when you were kids though
0: no
2: no
1: Uh
0: -uh. we have some pretty funny home video of me with animals after yeah i killed them but we never filmed our hunts like i just grew up watching vhs like the Drury Brothers, Dan Fitzgerald, Roger Raglan, literally still for hours. I got all
2: those at my house.
0: You have all the VHS ones?
2: I got all the Monster Bugs, Primos.
0: Do you have the Incomplete Hunter?
2: No, that burned in the house. Gosh. The house burned down in Ohio.
0: You remember those? No. Jeff Foxworthy.
2: Yes. I'm Willie. And I'm Billy. And this is <laughs> spotlight on
0: deer. This is here's this week's Spotlight uh-huh. on Deer, brought to you by Quasar Q Beams. <laughs> you don't remember that no oh my it gosh it changed my life literally and darren mccall our friend oh, yeah that he was the moment he talked like yeah. willie and billy for the rest of his life <laughs> just
2: stuck to this day to, to this, this day. day like we could call him I guarantee we answered. and he's like a quote from that
0: super successful but still talks like him yeah and our old pastor alan yep changed his life too
2: mm-hmm <laughs> seriously
0: just a we come from a small town <laughs>
2: come- that's all well, it, it took was.
0: One VHS tape changed the entire town, and that's yeah. how Bo Life was born. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so but everybody knows Micah. Gosh, we're going to chase rabbits on this thing. I can already tell. Right, we might it's get it's through right. the first point with this one. All right. But then, uh, so First Light, who's a partner of ours, uh, wanted to do a a film on me and Micah being kind of brothers, blood brothers, just like we're related, but we also like hunt side by side for. Like hundreds a days a year, mm-hmm. so they sent this curly-headed guy.
1: <laughs> at the time, I think I was bald. Yeah, yeah. At the time, yeah. had, yeah, at the was time I was shaved and fat. Now you got yeah. curly. Mold. Now you're curly and a little curly in fat. <laughs> fat. Wow,
0: Now you're just an Arby's French fry. <laughs> but they so he comes pulling up. We don't know this guy from Adam, and so he was filming me and Mike in Nebraska. And uh, we kind of hit it off. We kind of liked him, I guess, because here we are. I know Dude, it was good times.
2: that when you showed up, you were like, this is not going to be fun. I knew for a fact when
1: Kev called me that it was not going to be fun. Because he was like, <sighs> I got a whitetail project, which I like to hunt deer and do all of that. But I'm not the guy that's like, mm, let's go do an all-day sit and do this. And I was like, okay, cool. And he said who it was with. And it was immediately like, they're going to take this pretty serious. Yeah. Mm. Not, but like we laugh it a lot fun. no it, it wound up being fun it wasn't i don't know it wasn't what i thought i was getting into yeah i mean look at us now well like, it's the same thing everybody yeah. thinks
0: even on the range like shooting tournaments everybody thinks we're all serious but honestly we just laugh a lot quote funny movies dude i mean we ha- we horse laughed as a trio in trees and still killed yeah Somehow. we killed it every hunt we killed. <laughs> and even when i about fell out of the tree remember when i shot because the platform oh, yeah. was so small? Nebraska. Yeah. Your elbow hit. My elbow hit the forward. tree and pushed me out.
1: Dude, I can't. That footage. That was sick. I felt like I was just like shaking. Because you were. <laughs> you were straddling that little Well, I, was, right I didn't right? have no, I was like, it was all core stability just hanging around the tree. Well,
0: that was a first for us too because me and Micah had, it. I've always hunted together. We figured out how to do two in a tree, but there was three of us, different sets, different trees. It was not easy.
1: But yeah, the project was to come document how you guys. Yeah. Make bow life and how you hunt and how you pick out stands <laughs> and all this stuff. So, it was, I mean, I feel like it was a, honestly, it was a pretty cool perspective. It yeah. Was. Of a yeah. dude filming a dude, filming another dude, really. like
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Just acting like he knew what he's doing. Really? F- like Theo Vaughn F- said it best. Fake it till you
2: make it? No. No. He said, What'd he say? He said, uh, Well, we're we'll going to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he said that. <laughs> he said, <laughs> It's. <laughs> Micah, you got your first job. <laughs> no, he said.
0: Uh, you know, you guys have always supported me, and he's, I oh, never know right. what I'm doing. I still don't know what I'm doing. Or really, like that.
2: Oh, we got to pull it up now. All right, fine. we got everybody's got to hear it.
0: I got you. Yeah, but then that went well. You hunted with us a couple other places. And then, I feel like I told you, like, dude, you need to have a platform. We've all we've dude, we've been saying that. Like, jeez, Micah, turn it's your phone coming. down someone's not another podcast
2: <laughs> this I don't know what I'm talking about yeah
0: and I never have I never really have that's and, it uh, and you guys have always been supportive of me for that that's the way I feel same yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a
1: common denominator in this group of just like <laughs> just figure it out
0: <laughs> I mean some things I do like archery related but then other things like this I'm just winging it yeah like yeah okay people want to know what you're saying I don't know how to tell them, but here we are. Here we are. But then, yeah, so we, we, me and Mike have been like, we want to go digital. We want to take our, what we do and like be able to do YouTube, be able to do our website, really be able to tell stories, mm-hmm. you know, and you guys are the creative sides. I just shoot, I'm not good at a lot of things, but I, you know, I've shot a bow and hunted and that's kind of my thing. So just, we did TV and I compete in like 18 events a year, and so we just never really had the time or made the time for digital stuff.
2: Yeah. Until
0: rough. now, we're doing everything. Like, this has all happened very fast.
1: God, I'd say, well, I mean, we talked about it for two years mm-hmm. now, but then execution is this months. Is
0: very, it's been like, we gotta do this.
1: Mm-hmm. I would say June to yeah. launch when we launched this
0: thing. Yeah. So I went out and uh, met with Matthews. I was just talking, looking at the new bows and stuff. And we just kind of sat down with a couple of their guys that are good friends of mine. They're like, why aren't you doing this? Like, you need to be doing this. And it just kind of was like, yeah, okay. We got to do it. Yeah. You know, and we just got to pull the trigger on it. Stop talking about it.
1: Well, I think we've got the team that's assembled now to do it. Yeah. I think we have for a while, but it's just kind
0: of like, let's just. Yeah. In my opinion, we've always had, like for the last, five years we've had the best team just creative and just the ability to pivot and just kill stuff and shoot stuff and just have fun I mean there's a lot of good teams out there that do really good things and they're different but we we bring something to the table I think it's different it's just and tv's great like that was me and that's what we've done for years but sometimes it kind of limits what you can do right and like how creative you can be and like how much of the story you can tell yep. so now i feel like doing tv and we're doing digital we we have the ability to just tell the story like if we want to shoot a film we can shoot a film if we want to shoot a five minute hunt we can shoot it you know whatever do you guys look back and think if you would have went digital route
1: first things would be different or are you glad It'd you definitely be different took, are you glad you took the tv route first though
0: um i'm not sure to be honest you know, I've met a lot of great people, and I'm thankful for what TV has done, but I do think we would be way ahead if we would have done digital. I, I, would, I think TV's done great for me. Like, it's been good for me and, and for Micah's career. Yeah, I agree. But I think I wish we would have done both. I wish we would have done both. Yeah. I, I don't think we took the digital thing serious enough in the beginning, I and I think a lot of the guys lucked into it. I don't think they necessarily – and some guys saw it coming for a while, but I think – it was the easier route like tv was really hard to get your foot it cost a lot of money like i was broke for years like (laughs) the first four years we had tv i lost money doing my job but i was like i've always said i'm too dumb to quit and i was just like i will figure this out and so it's just very it's a very difficult path so i think the guys that just were like you know what why don't we just start a youtube channel they, that didn't pay off right away either, you know, but they just started growing that following. They did a good job. A lot of them are really good hunters. Um, now, they're, like, killing it, you know, because everybody's watching on digital.
1: So that from a branding perspective, what do you think from a creative? How do you think things would have evolved differently?
2: Um, it has handicapped me a little bit on telling the full story. So I don't know, maybe... I don't know. I really don't know.
0: I think I I would have changed doing TV. I just would have added it. I think TV taught us both a ton.
2: It taught me a lot. Yeah. I think it taught. it
0: forced Micah to bring up a, a quality that we would not have been forced to do if we'd have been on YouTube. Yeah. You could literally do a YouTube channel on your phone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. TV forced us to really understand high-end camera mm-hmm. work, editing, um And being able to lay all that out and like capture what we do in a really quality situation and so that that mentality like that I took to the tournament world and at the time we were nobody in the TV world like we were everybody was telling us not to do it (laughs) like don't do that that's that's not a good career path like very risky you're gonna lose a lot I didn't listen to that, but at the time I was literally my only thought process was how do I become the best archer in the world? Like how do I become the best that ever lived? And I was just I was very good as an amateur, but like that wasn't good enough. I wanted to be the best. Like and so I began to have a really successful career as a professional in like nineteen twenty, twenty-one. I started winning a lot um world championships, rook ric- or shooter of the years nationals just started started dominating that side of the the tour and got a nickname the manimal and i don't call myself that you know i've never yes, he does <laughs> i literally <laughs> never have i literally there's a quiver hanging right here that was a gift to me when i got that nickname from greg Poole and it's the bell it's an old angel quiver and it says the manimal on it because it was just the way i attacked high pressure moments and that's kind of where it came from. And it's just been my attitude since I was a, a kid, I think. Just, like, if I'm going to do it, like, I'm not scared of it. Like, it might end me. Like, I'm not afraid to be embarrassed. I'm not afraid to fail. And I don't know that that was taught to me, but I think it was. Like, my our dad was kind of our coach, and it was a lot of tough love. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's the only coach I've ever had. But he really, I think, I don't even know how to word that, but he, like, I was mentally tough when I turned 19 and started shooting professionally, or 18. Like, they couldn't crack me. And like, Jeff Hopkins was the best that ever lived at the time, and he tried to play mind games. Like, that's that was part of his game. Like, he would break you down mentally. And that's, in any sports, like I think, or anything in competitive world, like, <clears throat> you're gonna face some adversity, right? And like, before you can really be great, you're gonna be knocked down a bunch. Like you have to learn how to fail, and we failed a ton. I got beat a ton. We put out some terrible hunting shows. I mean, it might not just really focus. Really, yeah. Way
2: too high exposure.
0: <laughs> I mean, you name it, dude. We learned the hard way, right? There were no, there were no templates on how to do this. Do you
1: think after breakfast this morning, me and Levi I were talking just how people are wired different. We're, I feel like we're wired similarly. Do you think that you were wired with that? you know, mindset of just like, I don't know, just going to wake up and crush something, like I'm, I'm going to go figure something out, or do you
2: think that's something that's maybe rubbed off I from think, him? Yeah, I think it definitely came from the grind that he put me through over the years. The gauntlet? The gauntlet. The meat grinder? Yeah, I mean, I was always tried to be the best at what I was doing, you know? Right. I think that might have came along with our childhood and the way we were raised. Um, But not
1: to... Did you have the motivation? Did you just like, like self-starter?
2: Uh... No, I was not. I was more of a chill kid. I was not this. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think I, Michael was. I'll let you answer. I don't that. know how to answer that because yeah, I mean, well, answer it because you saw it. Well, what did yeah, you, I mean, what look, you, hold on. What, what did you
1: envision for your life? Like, what did you, take away? Take to go back to the beginning. Oh. Even when you were just doing a test run before you were like paid, paid to do this. What did um, you? What did you think you were going to win?
2: Um, baseball I thought I mean I always wanted to be a professional snowboarder that would have been my if I was gonna like go do something if you're giving me like you're 18 years old but filming's not an option that's what I would have tried to do
0: he's unreal snowboarding
2: well he used to be okay here's the thing about Micah
0: he has no fear
2: yeah right he's gonna be a problem but
0: I've saw his potential since day one Um, I feel like I'm pretty good at reading people and like it was frustrating, I'm just gonna be honest, for years with Micah, because I saw how much potential he had, and it was like just getting him to see the vision, right? Getting him to understand how good he was. And then like when I put the whole show on him, yeah, it about broke him. Like we had a huge fight, he cussed me out right there outside that door, I was and quit, and quit. An hour later, we were hugging, apologizing. I had to tell my kids to leave the room. I was like, I don't want them hearing their uncle talk to me like this. <laughs> Seriously, I, they, I remember them standing at the glass, looking through the glass and I was like, go upstairs, upstairs, because Micah was like letting me have it, bud. And I just think it's Sorry. it's a heavy thing, right? Like you have, like, because we were transition, like that transition from being a kid to uh, a a man with a ton of responsibility on your shoulder, that's a hard transition for people. It was hard for me. Mm -hmm. Like you go from like just kind of laid back lifestyle to like, hey, bud, I'm counting on you and all of our paychecks are counting on you. That's a big transition.
2: It's a lot of weight.
0: And I knew, but I knew like, and at the time Jameson Crass was Mm -hmm. doing our show, like the polishing, Michael was roughing it, but he was doing a lot of the work. And I knew he had what it took. He just had to learn a few steps to be able, and I'm like, dude, I can pay you way more.
1: You're not like ultra risky. Like, I'll be honest, I'll, I'll go home to my wife and be like, listen, I just put a second mortgage on the
0: house. We're right. Home. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I am. If it fails, I am. I'm going to way. figure it out. I think but Micah, I don't think,
1: and it's not bad, but I don't think you're not naturally wired to be like, I'm going to risk it
0: all. I'm going to risk yeah. everything for it. Yeah. I think or Micah I needs know. to see it clearly. Yeah, yeah for sure. He, like, I'm the type of person, like, all I need to see is the next step. Same. Give me one more step ahead. That's all I need. I'm very impulsive. Yeah, same. Like, I will go. Open the door.
2: Yeah, I'm not impulsive.
0: <laughs> no. Like, let me get my foot in the door. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Where Mike is like, until he sees the whole vision, then he's like, he takes it. See, like, this I'll show, build the
1: steps. If I got to build right. the steps to get there, like, I'll, I'll, they may yeah. fall down after I get off that step, yeah. but like, mm-hmm. we made it. I don't care.
0: I, I just, I've told Samantha so many times, like, after Micah took over the show and was killing it killing it I was like I'm so proud of him like he finally like just was like I got it and and he's like killed it dude yeah, yeah like I and it was like I was right <laughs> I knew he had it the whole time you know there it is, there it is. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're getting to <laughs> yeah and so um it was cool and now he's like he's still killing it right you know and like he's a he's a like irreplaceable part of this team I cannot <laughs> I cannot do what I do without him. Right. Even in the tree stand. Like I, he was like not going to be in the tree, like we started this new planet thing. I'm not going to be around as much. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like who what? You know like cuz we are like a pretty well old machine right. and like I know what he's doing, he knows what I'm doing and like it's um it makes my life so much easier, right? So I think that's what I'm saying and like we've met some really cool creative people that have just you can't do, you can't be great at anything without a great team. Let's back
1: up. How has it been seeing him evolve, like with new, like we started New Planet. Yeah. How has it been seeing him kind of take his own thing now and 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 build it?
0: Yeah, I love it. I, I told him, I said, don't ever, even like what, because there's a limit to what I can pay him through BoLife TV, right? So BoLife only makes so much money. What once you're capped out on that, yeah, it's very hard to like grow. And that's one thing with TV; it's very hard to grow financially. Like once you sell all your spots. I mean, there's only so much you can go sale on a TV show, right? And so I could only pay him so much to do that. And so like he was offered three times that much money by some of my friends that are just have way more money than I do to go. And so I'm like, look, I want you to do what you want to do. Like you have earned the right to be successful, to, be, to, to go as big as you want to go. So like if you leave to better yourself, I will never be mad at you for doing that, like ever because i i want the best for my brother you know i i don't want to lose him as a partner in what we do and to f- be able to work with him every day but like if it if they you know it better's his life to move on and do something different i'm always pulling for him to do that you know i don't want to hold you him know, back
2: i love what i do too much
0: yeah and he turned those jobs down
2: you got to yeah. have fun so yeah you definitely do it's i mean it's not about the money right obviously to a I point to like, you got to take care of your family yeah
0: you know, right. And we're putting things in place that could grow and could be cool. Like, not, not just this platform, but things we have in the works that we've been working on for a long time. Like, maybe we make a lot of money. Maybe we don't. We're going to have fun in the process, no matter what. And, um, but yeah, it's really cool to to be able to do this. And like, now everybody wants Micah. You know, it's like he's pulled in a million different directions. Right. You know, and I was telling Robbie, he was here, brought us these cool coasters, by the way. Yeah. I don't know if you can see them. There you go. My guess yeah. There. The man yeah, his buddy made these. I don't know his name yet, but I'm gonna find out. They're sweet. Uh so shout out to Robbie. But uh I was telling him a little while ago, like, man, I'm pulled in a million different directions and now Mike is pulled in a million different directions and Joe's being pulled in a million different directions and it's like it's very hard to just find time to sit down and for us to still be creative. Mm-hmm. I remember how many car rides did me and you and Austin have drink five hour energies and listen to sale and just blare it on the radio, just thinking of what ifs, you yeah. know. And now we're all so busy doing what we were all dreaming about that it. We don't well, have...
1: we've reached the execution phase.
0: Yeah, it's execution time.
1: Like that's it. Like ideas are there, everything's in place mm-hmm. to go. It's just about executing, right? And I think the cool thing though, like I was, we were talking about this driving up. Is like now we're all little pieces of each other's businesses. Mm-hmm. So like, if, if Levi grows, we grow. Mm-hmm. If if you grow, we grow. If I grow, y'all grow. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the cool thing. And the other side is like. The things that are in place right now, not all of them even have to hit, right? If two or three of them hit, like it's like yeah. a dream has been executed, right? Yeah, which is all you know. If, if even one of them hit, mm-hmm. and that dream's executed. Mm-hmm. Checkbox. Yeah,
0: good. I'm. I'm just thankful to you know. Like it's it's easy to get discouraged because like we said, like it's so overwhelming, you know, to have so many irons in the fire, yeah, and to be pulled at the same time. I'm like, man like my 19 year old self, like walking into ATA and nobody knew who I was, nobody cared, nobody wanted Levi, nobody knew Micah, nobody knew this. It was like, if I could look ahead, I'd be like, oh yeah. right. So it's hard. So I gotta keep that in mind where it's like, and by no means do I think I've made it, but I just think we've made progress, right? Like we are, we've grown and like learned and we have some amazing relationships in this industry. Like some of my best friends. We work with some of the coolest companies. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and, and get to do what we love every day. Yeah. Take the money out of it. That's awesome. Well, that's the thing. It's just fun. I
1: was thinking about it this morning. I was in my room and I was just thinking like. That's my room. You're just staying at my house. Mm. Wow. Uh, this is definitely not a we thing. Back to the story. <laughs> <put it> <laughs> my God. Put it in perspective of uh, we're all great business partners with each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but it's just cool like looking back you know seven eight years ago how different my job was to, to what it is now yeah and like yeah sometimes i'm taking phone calls till 8 or eight thirty at night mm-hmm. but it's also like i might do whatever i want to do the next day till 12 o'clock right and hang out with my kids or take my son to the gym and, right. and you know play football or do something like that It's just fun Mm-hmm. It's just cool. And the people you get to meet, and I'll be honest, with the outdoor industry, not all of them are great. A lot of them are bad. A lot of egos. A lot of egos, a mm-hmm. lot of snakes, but the ones that are good are just, like, the best I've ever met. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like.
0: Yeah, like-minded people, for sure. I think, um, like Andy, he's, one of our, he's our best friend, you know? like we One of our business partners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, we met him through ATA show, or SHOT show, I forget where it was, but, like, I mean, some people like that and you, like our first day, we were laughing so hard and it's like we didn't even care if we seen a deer. And then it turned out Andy lived thirty minutes up the road from you. It's It's just like like small world stuff. Crazy. And so like it's uh it's easy to get discouraged. I think in any like in life, like everybody's got lot, lot to be thankful for. Like everybody's also got struggles. Like, and I don't wanna like make it, you know, downplay the fact that people struggle and we struggle. You know, our life from the outside looks great, but like we struggle. Mm-hmm. Like Mike is struggling right now; he's going through moving and a lot of changes in, in life. You know, and it's like we have some major struggles. You know, <laughs> like, I'm not talking about like he's in therapy, guys. I mean, like I should be, yeah. <laughs> like, but I'm saying, like, life throws you curves, and it's yeah. throwing me curves, and you curves, and Mike curves. Deal with it. Do you and like, but. At the same time, you sit down and you go like, I, I, God, like you've been too good to me. You mm-hmm. know, like Thanks. I can wake up tomorrow and chase my dream. Yeah, I can chase something, like, and that's something to look forward to, even if you're not there. It's the fact that I have the ability to go chase it. That's what's awesome, you know. And like, uh, it could be so much worse. So. I don't know. I love what we do, man. And I'm excited about this venture. I'm excited about animal Mindset. I'm excited about like, so we're gonna have, we've just had a meeting right before this on like the swag, some cool stuff. Yeah. Um, we have big plans for our store coming too that I'm not gonna like talk about yet, but like um, we really want this to be a cool place for people to come and It's not us telling you how to live your life or like how awesome we are. It's more about us diving in with cool people well, it's just opening the door. Yeah. It's opening the door to our
1: life, what we do, mm-hmm. um, opening the door to the people we know mm-hmm. that can bring on here, opening that door, to, and then also opening the door to, you know, the people that follow along with your show, following your creative, like hearing yeah. what they do yeah. and hearing what they want to talk about and talking to those people. For sure. Situation. It's just a, it's a revolving door mm-hmm. and a learning opportunity that I, I think will be fun to embark on.
0: Yeah, because I think everybody can learn something from having a conversation with a stranger. You Know, even sitting down, get my oil changed. I'll talk to somebody, like learn something new. You know, it's like, holy cow, that's a cool way to look at things. You know, I like, guess when this launches, though, the store will be live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it will be. That's true. But
1: not everything that
0: we're talking about, maybe not. We still have meetings, yeah. Um, with swag and yeah, yeah, swag. But like, even with like the like, there's going to be like different, I guess, collections on our site. Like, we want to give people because there's so many different facets to what we do, like the hunting, the shooting, like business, fishing with Andy. Like, and I love to fish, it's like one of my like passions big time. So being a dad, a coach, like I wanna bring in like from baseball players, to football players, to pastors, to, I just wanna dive in. You know, like Brandon Lilly, that's one of the podcasts I look forward to the most because he struggled. He's had, he's got a past, but now he's like one of the like super successful guy very intelligent he's like dug out of a dark place in his life yeah and he's one of the most genuine cool people on the planet and it's like that's the kind of people i want to talk to right you know because who knows when we're going to find ourselves in that hole and if we have kind of a playbook to look at and use i mean it could help us or maybe somebody listening to this yeah that's there right now you know because there's one thing guaranteed it's that you're going to struggle somewhere you know and it's in this, this mindset thing, it's kind of funny, animal, whatever, you know, kind of plays into what we do, hunting and all that. But it's, I don't want people to get the wrong idea of it. That's my biggest fear is that people are like, Levi thinks he's a mammal. It's not it. <laughs> like, let me cut that part out. Just let him think. It. <laughs> no, don't you do it. Because I'm like, man, like I struggle with that because it is a mindset and it's cool. And I love the whole brand. But it's not that like I am not, I'm not coming from a place of like look at me and what I've done it's more of like this is what I've learned and I've learned that certain things work in high-pressure situations and I want to talk to other people that have excelled in the in like high-pressure situations and compare what I've learned well let's also go
1: back back to the store because when this goes live maybe someone hasn't found the website because mm-hmm. it'll, it'll live on YouTube Talk about some of the stuff that'll be the obviously swag, but like, what else do you think, what else will you find there?
0: Yeah, so I mean, I wanna offer, and so- The website,
1: website as a whole, just talk, we can talk yeah, about Yeah, the it
0: website's gonna offer like, uh, it's gonna house our content, like a lot of YouTube links to like videos from how to cure target panic to how proper form to some of our hunts, like entertainment. I, I don't wanna just be entertainment. Um, and I don't wanna just be education. Like I wanna right. be like a one-stop shop for all that. But then also like, I wanna host like a collection of products that I really trust. So that when I'm doing these videos on like how to do certain things that if people want to like kind of mirror that, they can. Like they don't have to go somewhere else and try to find it. And so like on top of the swag, I really wanna have a, however we do it whoever we partner with, whatever we do, have a collection. And I don't know if it's gonna be there when you're listening to this podcast, but that's our plan you know, is to have that collection on there where you don't have to go anywhere else to find all the stuff we trust and the companies we work with. Um, I really want it to just be a place where people can learn um, how to handle big moments, um, whether that's hunting, shooting, like a lot of this will be hunting. A lot of this is gonna be bow hunting driven, tournament driven, just becoming a great archer. But I wanna touch way outside of that. You know, our site might be a lot of that outdoors driven because that's my passion, that's who I am. But this podcast, I want to touch more than that. You know, I want people to understand that it's not... You can apply all of this mindset that we're going to learn and talk about uh, to being a dad, to being a great friend, to being an office worker, to being an insurance salesman, to a baseball everything. right? Yeah, it's like... physical fitness, to your nutrition, like everything. It's just discipline and a, a way you attack life, Right. you know. And it's waking up every day with keeping that dream alive. And it's just not letting that die. And so, I mean, there's a lot of things we're gonna talk about. I mean, we might chase some rabbits. We might have some people on here that, who knows, like some characters, right? I want to, because I like meeting new people and uh, thinking outside the box, but um, I'm excited about this journey. I mean, some of our podcasts might be three hours long. Some of them might be 40 minutes. I don't know. Mm -hmm. We've never done this. The story will tell itself. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. We've kind of chased some rabbits on here, um, even on this first one. But I think, but
1: I think this is the, that's that's the thing, though. Like, that's that's what we do. Like, if you think about it when we're together, yeah. it's literally off that wall, off this wall, off that wall. Like, there's yeah. no, I don't, that's what I was going back to earlier. Like, we just kind of go with it. We bounce stuff. Yeah, there's no, like, yeah. whatever we want to talk about, whatever we want to do, we just kind of go with that moment. And I think that's the cool thing. Like, these podcasts will be, Structured mm-hmm. like tomorrow, Austin, we got stuff we want to talk about,
0: but for the most part, like, yeah, we just want to chill and hang out and talk about for life sure. mm-hmm. 100%. I mean, and it's kind of like if you're riding in a truck with us going somewhere, this is exactly the conversation, you know. Mm-hmm. What would you say? We'll,
1: we'll end on this if you want, or we can keep talking. Sorry, you looked at me weird, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the switch that you were like, no, this I gotta go, I gotta go after this, because I was. Me and my wife were talking the other day um, about I wasn't always like I was asking you I wasn't always super motivated. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I went to college, played football, and I uh, my undergrad was in PE and health because I literally just didn't want to. I didn't want to go to class. Right. I, I decided I was gonna pick the easiest thing mm-hmm. for college and post. Right. But then somewhere along the way, a switch flipped. And I got to the point where I, there was a time that I literally didn't want to work. I didn't want to go to an office. I didn't want to work for anybody else. Yeah. Like it was going to be me do it or I was going to fail ultimately. Right. But I don't know. I was asking her, like, what do you think that moment was? Like, does she remember a moment where I was just like, yeah, this, this life isn't going to work anymore. Mm-hmm. I got to go operate like this. Um, what what what
0: were those moments for y'all, you think? I remember this this the day I did this full time, like the day I quit. Laying rock and fired all the workers that worked for me. Um, and it was kind of out of frustration, really. I had one, so it was two thousand seven, and so my dad was a rock mason, but he had so much work. And this was before the economy crashed, and I got so lucky. But like, it was two thousand seven, and I was working full time. I had started my own business as a mason, like um, taking on jobs that my dad couldn't take on, and it was a lot. So I had to hire my own crew. I had like five guys working for me. And I was like going to tournaments, working, I was working like 60 hours a week and trying to practice and go to tournaments and I was starting to win and do well, but then I was trying to balance this <laughs> rock business on the side. And like, I remember coming back and like some of my workers had stolen a water hose and like, hey, we're smoking pot on the job and like stealing stuff, not finishing. And it was like the homeowners were furious and so I just remember the day I fired them all and finished the job myself and never took another job, a rock job. And I've never taken another one to this day, got paid for it. It was that moment that I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I can't get caught in the middle. Like I'm starting to have success over here and I have to dive in with everything I got and make it work. And that's what I'm going to do. Like I just, that was letting my safety net go, like my backup plan I really never had a plan B, like I don't think construction's much of a plan B, but that was that was kind of my safety. Like that's made me feel safe. Right. Having a job. And so when I was like, you know what? No, I, I can't focus on this and be great at this too. So I was just like, Everybody's fired. I cleaned up the mess. I did it and I walked away from it and I put a hundred percent of into what we do now, you know. That was kind of that moment for me I think what about you
2: um, probably when uh, I started editing the show full-time because I didn't I mean in the past I was just filming turning it in that was it and my job was done I go about my life but I think whenever I had to take on everything uh, that was like the moment that I had to mentally change because if I drop the ball on that then the show doesn't air and then he don't get paid, you know. And then I don't get paid. Right. So, I think it was just the, you know, probably then whenever I took the show in full time, started yeah. producing 100 percent of it. So
0: that was, um, that's
2: what we the moment we talked about. Yeah. That I watched that
0: flip. Yeah. I watched that switch flip. <laughs> Almost flipped on top of me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, I mean if that just... doesn't show you that I didn't have full faith in your capabilities, no, for sure. I put sure. my I'll, life you had in way, your hands. Way, way
2: more faith than I had. You yeah. Know, you had more faith in me than I had for sure.
0: But now look. I mean, that was when it took off, really, like the quality. Like we always had a good show, but when, it, when Micah started doing it full-time and it came in-house. But he was a liability to, to some extent, like on backcountry was hunts. a liability. 100%. Know, got, got, I fired him on backcountry. I said, I can't worry about you anymore. He almost died so many Brought it times. back to life this year
2: with <laughs> the opposable thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Broke thumbs in a mountain <laughs> line attack on Joe. You no,
0: know. dude, I refused for years to take him back. Yeah, it was rough. On mountains. Because he almost died every time you
2: know, so when you're looking through a monitor you're not paying attention to your feet a lot of the time yeah. okay
0: well I, I kodiak we made it through that that yeah, was that was good there i mean besides your leg not working uh, i did have a hip failure yeah
2: hip <laughs> failure
0: <laughs> you
1: want to talk about him breaking his arm
0: We'll let's save just, that just for it. another day. There's so much to do. We so could do a we, let's do that. Let's do an entire <clears throat> podcast on Micah's injuries. We could in most field. of them on film at least. Yeah, and we could like watch them. I think we do that. Let's do it. I think we do that. But this was this was cool. Kinda kinda, you know, wasn't too long, but like I just really wanted we wanted to take this to to tell everybody like what what this is, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Everybody looks at it, they see manimal. What what the heck is that? It's new. But it's really just us. That's it. And it's a mindset that we use to approach whatever it is we're doing. I think over everything, it's a place to build a community. A hundred percent. You know, yeah. it's, and uh, like this mindset thing is being done a lot. I think like, ah, oh, alpha male, let's go. That's not really it. It's just like, I want people to attack things with the, with the mindset that's going to help them be successful and whatever that is. And I want to learn how to do better. Like, I want to learn how to be a better dad. I want, like, that's a big fear of mine, is looking back one day and being like, I failed as a parent. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think uh, we're all going to learn as we go and um, have fun, like we like we refuse to not do, like we refuse to not have fun. And so um, I just hope everybody that is going to listen and follow along uh, feels the same way, you know, learns, has fun, laughs at us, make fun of us, whatever, whatever. But uh, yeah, we got another one in the morning. Our next podcast will be with Austin Riley. But for this one, that was kind of an intro, guys. So team, team on three. Uh, I'm not doing that. Okay. I wasn't going to either. <laughs> Me either. Manimal on three. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I will not wear a shirt that says
0: Levi. Moore. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's how we're going to end. We were doing apparel today, and they're like, "I refuse to wear anything with your name on it." And I was like, "Wow." I got a really offended. Supportive t- I did get offended, but anyway, thank you guys for listening. And uh, we don't really have any sponsors for this podcast. Or uh, Micah, can you roll the sponsors? Yeah. <laughs> got you, bro.